The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. In our community, there were two young ladies that lost their father when they were teenagers, and then eventually they lost their mother, and they didn't have either parent. And a wonderful, amazing family in the community took them in so that they had, could have a place to sit shiva, to mourn throughout the, you know, the shiva, the seven days of mourning. I went to pray at that shiva house. We wanted to have a minion. We wanted to have a quorum. It's the right thing to do. It was just the two girls, but still the right thing to have a minion in the house of a shiva. And I went to that house to, pay a sh- to, to pray with them multiple times. I came in one morning of the shiva, and the host looks at me and he says, you're not going to believe what happened last night. We'll talk to you about it after services. And he shares with me the most remarkable story. He says, last night at about 10-ish, there was a knock at the front door. We'd already stopped Shiva. It was after hours. We were all settling down. But someone was at the door, so I went to the front door. And I looked through the peephole, and I see the strangest thing. It's a woman, and she's wearing a mask. I was very taken aback. You have to understand, in our community, 10 o'clock is considered midnight in most other communities. I opened the door a crack, and I said, Who are you, and what do you want? And she says, Is this the Shiva house? where those two young ladies who lost their father and their mother are sitting shiva? He says, yes. What do you want? She says, please, I just made a long journey from Brooklyn to talk to the young ladies. Can you ask them if it's okay? I'm sorry it's so late. He said, let me check. And he went to the girls, and they said, no problem. They came back out, and they sat down in the salon, and she sat across from them, and she shared who she was. She said, my deepest apologies for coming so late, but you have to understand something. I'm a burn victim, and I'm terribly, I'm ter- terribly wounded, I and mean, I'm terribly hurt. And the drive from Brooklyn all the way here is a long drive, and every bump and every stop is agony for me. So I had to find somebody who could drive me, who had a rather larger car, but more importantly, could drive slowly so that the, pain, the journey shouldn't be as pain-filled. I'm sorry I came so late. I was hoping we could make it here earlier. And she shared that her name is Gail Sassoon. Who's Gail Sassoon? Well, many of us know the terrible, horrific story that took place a bunch of years ago where there was a fire on a Friday evening in a home in Flatbush. And the family lost seven children in one day. Gail, the mom, was in that home on that day as well. And she was severely burned, and she lost seven of her children in one evening. They, they knew who she was. They'd heard of her, but they looked at her and said, I understand, so do we know you? And then Gail shared something which is so amazing and mind-boggling. She said, a friend of mine shared that there were two young ladies that were sitting Shiva for their second parent. They were orphans. They had no one left. And I thought to myself, no one could tell them. No one could comfort them. No one could say it's going to be okay. Because it's not going to be okay. How could a child consider going forward when they lost both of their parents? She thought to herself, maybe there's one person that they'll listen to. And that's me. She said, I lost seven family members in one day. And it wasn't that long ago. And I thought I'd never, ever be able to rebuild and to start over again. I'd never heal. But I want you to know something, that every day that passes, I feel a little bit better. And the hole in my heart becomes a little less of a hole. It becomes patched just to drop. And I made the long, arduous, very painful journey here just to tell you girls that I'm telling you, it's going to be okay. That life will continue. You'll rebuild. 
the pain will eventually subside. You'll never forget, but you'll be able to function and thrive and God willing build your own homes. She says, I'm the only person that maybe you'll listen to. I was at that intense pain. And thank God, I'm doing so much better. I know the pain is intense at this moment, but God willing, you'll feel so much better at some point. The girls will be beyond grateful to her. They really understood that what she was saying was true, and they walked her out. And she began the arduous and very painful journey all the way back to Brooklyn. Imagine that for a moment. A woman like Gail Sassoon had every reason and every excuse in the world when she heard about these two girls not to go. Every person in the world had more of an obligation, perhaps, to go try to comfort these girls. But this woman who was in such physical pain, and she was in her own veil of tremendous agony, she had no obligation to get up, get someone to drive her such a difficult and painful journey and spend time with these young ladies an hour of time and then leave at 11 o'clock at night and have to go all the way back. She didn't have to. But you see, there are people out there, like we said before, they see a need and they can't stand by idly. They have to do something. And Gail was one such woman. She saw a need. She saw someone in pain. She did something about it. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.